Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. This last weekend was like super rough. I feel like I've just been like really depressed. Um, I don't really know why necessarily. I feel like I've just been super numb. Um, I was going to be doing this 30 day detox where, so I wasn't gonna have nicotine, I wasn't gonna have caffeine, I wasn't gonna have weed and alcohol, which I barely drink anyway. I had therapy and so I was talking to my therapist about it and she was kind of like, well, like that's kind of random that you decided to do that. Why would you do that? And I just came to, you know, the realization that like, weed has kind of become almost in a sense of burden. It's no longer this fun thing. I have to go buy weed. I have to go prep this joint. I have to go outside and smoke. Instead of this feeling of like, oh, I get to go outside and smoke. I get to go to the dispo and pick out weed. It's just become this like burden and like financially it's just a lot. I know someone who works at a dispo and so last week I got an insane deal on a one gram cart and a seven grams of flour. And when she no longer works at the dispo, that is going to be costing me double that it costed me last week. And I've just been spending so much money and when it has, when it becomes this feeling of like, oh, I have to smoke, it's no longer fun. And I still like weed and I'll probably go back to it, but for now I just, it's not good. Uh, I'm leaving for Paris in a month and the last two vacations I went on Hawaii and Mexico, I was so miserable because I was on my weed tolerance break the first few days that I was there. And now I'm just like, I'm prepping it in advance that I'm gonna be going through the miserable part of it now. So she was also saying, my therapist, that do it all at once, like that's a lot. And like after she said that, I was kind of like, you're right, that is a lot. Whenever I try and like cut things out like a lot at once or implement habits into my life all at once, it's overwhelming and it doesn't work out. So I was like, you're right. So I'm going to go back to vaping. I also, when I'm in Europe, I wanted to try some of the cigarettes. I've never had a cigarette. I've only ever vaped. But I want to try the European cigarettes just because I feel like smoking in Paris just seems cool. Like, it's just a vibe. Like, it's something I need to do is to, like, smoke a cigarette in front of the Eiffel Tower. So I'm going to be doing that. And I want to enjoy my time in Paris. Like, the first couple days are going to be rough from jet lag as is. Um, This is my mom's retirement gift to herself. Before she went to law school, she spent a year in Paris living life, having fun. And so now that she retired, she's going to spend a month in Paris. I get to go for, I think I'm going for a total of 18 days. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. She wanted to be right by the Eiffel Tower. So our place is a 10 minute walk from the Eiffel Tower and you can see it in every room. That we are staying at so that's gonna be really beautiful at night because i love lights and the lights of the eiffel tower are even prettier these are just kind of some of the reasons i decided to detox but i just feel like weed has a hold on me at this point and i don't like it i don't like anything controlling me so if weed is controlling me it needs to stop for now at least last night i had to take a clonopin clonazepam however you associate it essentially an ativan um a benzo Anyway, you want to go about saying that. But I had to take it because I wanted to hurt myself. Because I just feel like I've been so numb that I'm like, I want to feel something. I want to feel something. And sometimes, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to go on this little rant. Okay, 
and do what you will with this rant, but this is the rant that I went on with my therapist. My friend and I were talking about how we have been through so much shit that some of the minor traumatic things that would be pretty traumatic for the average human being um, just is not really that traumatic. It's not really on the top of our list. There's just so many things that have happened. Like, like so for example, like me being raped at a psych hospital by another patient, thinking I might be pregnant, having to get STD check because this guy was a heroin addict who shot up. That is that is not a major trauma for me. <laughs> like, you would think it would be, but it's definitely not. It's on the minor ones. And there's, like, a lot of other little things that have happened, too, that are just, like, on the minor traumatics um, scale for me. And it just pisses me off. Honestly, I've been thinking about it this last week, and it pisses me off. There's someone I met once, and... I'm going to preface this. Everyone is a, everyone's feelings are valid. Everyone's traumas are valid. There's no comparing. There's no, you know, mine is whatever. It might sound like I'm comparing in this situation, but whatever. Someone once told me that their biggest trauma was their dog dying, which is traumatic. It's awful. It's basically like a human dying, like my dog dying. I'd be sad, right? I had a dog die when I was nine. Um, we had him for 11 months and he just died. My parents woke me up at 10 p.m. to tell me that they put him down. I walked my ass to school the next day and, you know, had to cry in fourth grade about this dog that I had for 11 months. So that's, you know, that's, it's on the same level, traumatizing, I guess you can say, the trauma of losing a pet, a family member, whatever. Um, But that's very, that is, I honestly, I wouldn't even consider that traumatic when like a bunch of other people would but the point is is that honestly it pisses me off that there are people that exist that their biggest trauma is their dog dying like you know what good for you that that really is the biggest and worst thing that you've ever had to go go through like I'm so happy that your life is so great so peaceful that that's the you know what I mean like I want that that makes me jealous envious whatever the anger version of that is because I want that I want that I want my biggest trauma to be my dog dying at nine years old like I want that I'm tired of this traumatic little shit happening every now and then like this last weekend I had to call to have a welfare check on someone like that was traumatic because I thought someone overdosed so I'm like literally like freaking out Um, Because I got a message from some random bitch I don't even know who told me that they got a message from someone else saying that they asked for Adderall and that they relapsed and that they haven't heard from them and have you heard from them? And I'm like, no, I haven't heard from them. And now that you think about it, they texted me that same day and I also texted them yesterday and I, my messages didn't go through. So I, you know, you got me all freaking out because as I'm thinking about the context that I've had, this person, you know, they don't even, they're not an upper. They don't like uppers. They're opposite of me. They don't like uppers. I love a good upper. They don't. So I'm like, why the fuck are they out here looking for Adderall? Right. And I heard somewhere once, whether it was from that person or someone else, I don't know, that Adderall reverses some kind of effect for some kind of drug that could be going south. And I'm so then, you know, when you put this together and you're like someone who doesn't like an upper that is now looking for an upper told this person they relapsed, um, you know, it's kind of fucking frightening. And this person has dogs. This person lives in L.A. So, you know, I'm calling the LAPD to call a welfare check and like scary, scary. 
you know, and then I get a call from the police officer. Yeah, they're not here at the house right now, but um, another family member is and they say that they're okay. So yeah, and then just asking like, who did you get the message from? Do you know that person? Like, no, I just woke my... So much shit happens in the morning for me. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I text my friend Hannah. She wakes up late. I feel like in one week, there's at least two or three mornings where I text her the most craziest of shit that's happened before she's even woken up. Before she's even woken up, the craziest of shit has happened in my life so often. Like, at this point, I was calling, I was texting her about it. It's 11.20 a.m. on a Monday. And I'm dealing with this shit right now for someone that I met once. Something has to do with mental health. Like, it it, it touches it touches me on a whole nother level. Like, I'm just not the type of person that can just sit around thinking that someone possibly might have overdosed and that their dogs are just chilling in their house alone with their person's dead body. I can't just not call to make sure that they're okay. Like, obviously, because it's like, at this point, it had been like three days, I think. So it's like their family members, their own close friends and family definitely would have checked in on them at this point. But I don't know those people and I don't know that for sure. And like that not knowing whether or not this person was just lying on their floor at their house dead or that their dogs were starving their asses off and thirsty. So, you know, like just the fear fact of knowing that, like I had to call. I had to. It's just who I am. Like I can't. Mental health touches me on a whole nother level and it's something I'm super sensitive about and it's something that I really need to honestly learn how to put some boundaries and strength into it because I could easily be manipulated into anything happening when it comes to your mental health. Um, With my ex, like she used to use the word boundary all the time. I'm setting a boundary. I'm setting my boundary because I'm not the kind of person that likes to disrespect boundaries. I don't want anything, you know, I don't want to contribute to anyone's mental health, like declining or anything like that. And so she knew that I would like, you know, sit there and and listen to her, but it wasn't her setting a boundary. It was her controlling, like, this isn't a boundary. But then of course, when I'm sitting here, like, that's not even a boundary. She's like, oh, you're disrespecting my boundaries. Oh, you're going to disrespect my boundaries? Oh, I'm going to go tell around everyone that you're disrespecting my boundaries? And it's like, that's not even a fucking boundary, bro. But whatever. So it's just, this is just, there's just been a lot going on in life. It's fucking wild. It pisses me off that people don't go through the same shit that I go through. Um, I mean, I'm happy for them, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird, like, conflicting feeling because you know, in life, I don't want kids to go through what I went through. I don't. I don't want people to feel pain that I went through. I would not wish mental illness on my worst enemy, to be honest with you. But it pisses me off that I had to go through all this. It pisses me off that I'm sitting here having a panic attack about a welfare thing, and my dad is on the phone with his friend talking about sports, and my mom is taking a nap. Like, life is just nonchalant, chilling by, everyone's just vibing. And I'm over here, like, about to have a panic attack, freaking the fuck out because I think someone could be dying. And this shit just happens often. I don't talk about things to people because I don't want to, especially this circumstance. I just didn't want to talk about it with my parents. I don't know. And another thing I'm realizing, I mean, I already knew this. One of my big, like, negative coping skills is avoidance. I love to avoid. I love it. Um, I had my first wedding last week, which was like super dope because I got serious about this at the beginning of this year. So within less than six months, because it was June 30th, you know, I got my first wedding. I got my first event. It was my biggest paying job. 
and I've made a lot of money on photography in six months. And so I'm really proud of myself for that. And I'm really happy about that. The whole entire day and like the, the drive to LA, I was like, you're more than capable of this. You're more than capable of this. Don't doubt yourself. You've got this. Because this I did this wedding on my own. So it was like my first wedding and it was my first solo wedding. So like that's a pretty big deal to have your first wedding as like your solo wedding. But anyway. I'm just telling myself over and over again, you're more than capable of this, you're more than capable of this, and I get home, and I'm on this, like, high, like, I just fucking did that shit, like, I just killed that shit, and so I'm looking through the photos, I took 1,500 photos, try and edit these photos at least five times before you start panicking, so I'm going through them, and I'm looking through them, and I'm just psyching myself out, because here's the thing for me, is that I'm a much better editor than I am photographer. So there are photographers who know like the settings perfectly well of like how to work a camera, the lighting, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm still working on all that. Like I'm still getting better at it and shooting a manual is difficult, um, but I'm working on it. I'm getting a lot better. Um, but I am a much better editor. Like I could turn the shittiest of photos into good things. There's like this guy friend of mine that I went to kindergarten with. He literally sends me photos just to edit them like <laughs> that he posts on Instagram. I also just felt like I went through like this weird dimension this last weekend um, because I was so fucking tired from the wedding because I was literally sweating my ass off the entire wedding and then the next day I just slept almost all day and then at night I went out with my friend and we went to this concert and where she lives there's just this huge ass hill to walk up and down um, and then we had to walk around a bunch and then we played Dance Dance Revolution and I was in docks. I mean, we both were in docks. I don't know how her legs were feeling after all that, but I just know that the next day my legs were sore. They were so sore. And then I started my period, which it's the, what happens in my life is that when it rains, it pours, it pours bad. So I just was kind of avoiding looking at the pictures like all week because I was tired and shit. And so yesterday, I think it was, I finally sat down and was like, I edited some of them on the weekend. Um, and then I finally sat down and like edited the ones that I was avoiding. And they turned out great. Like so far, like there's still so many fucking photos, but it's turning out great. I'm getting good feedback. So I really just be psyching myself out for no reason. Like I really am just causing myself anxiety, panic attacks, no reason. It's the same that I do when I'm like, breaking my own heart about this man that we never fucking dated we literally hung out once and i'm out here like breaking my heart i'm thinking about him like thinking about the potential of what that could have been just causing myself stress for what why like doubting my abilities and then coming out with a great photo somehow some I don't even know what's going on in my brain when I'm thinking I guess just being sad that we're not gonna be dating I guess I don't fucking know the situation with that one probably my anxious attachment style to be honest because that's what came up a lot at the beginning um with the ghosting I went to the gym this morning finally got my ass out of bed into the gym my mom's been like wanting to cancel my gym membership because I haven't been going lol I like the gym. Like, I like going on runs. I like doing all of that. It's just, I don't know why I can't get myself to the gym. And as if the gym is far away. Like, it's less than 10 minute drive. And I can charge my car, except the charger didn't fucking work today. 
I don't know. I'm just trying to be like do healthier things, be healthier for my body, eat healthier foods. Because there was just a period where I was like literally eating frozen pizza and cereal left and right. Like that was what I was eating. Hot Cheetos, just all this crazy crap. So now for my snacks, I eat dried fruit or regular fruit. Peaches. I love peaches. Um, Who knew that there were so many fucking peaches, bro? Trader Joe's knew that because Trader Joe's sells Saturn peaches. There's these um, peach pie heirloom peaches. And then I guess Vaughn's has donut peaches. And then obviously, you know, the regular white peaches, yellow peach. And I'm like, how many other peaches are there now? But they're good. I love peaches. Um, That was random. But I'm just trying to eat healthier. I also am trying to eat according to my hormonal cycle now. And my cycle heavily impacts my life. I get the most depressed on my, you know, the most depressed and anxious on my cycle. I'm in excruciating pain around my pelvic area. It just causes me to be annoyed and irritated at anyone who speaks to me. Yeah, I just, I want to try and start eating more towards my cycle and see if that, like, helps with the energy, it helps with the mood, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I mean, since I've been so depressed this week, I have another therapy session on Friday. Um, Like, this last weekend, depressed in my mind, having self-harm urges, like, how to text my therapist, how to take the clonopin. So then you sit into therapy, like, today. And I want to talk about this weekend because it's shitty. But I also have a million and one things like to talk about that are trauma related that impact me on a day to day basis. How the fuck am I supposed to work on things at the same time? Like, how are you supposed to work on the day to day shit that happens in your life and also the shit that's happened when you're in the past? Like, we don't have fucking time for this shit. I told my therapist because I was like, I don't even like if someone were to ask me that question, like, what's your biggest trauma? I won't even know how to answer that question. I'm like, I'd have to sit there and think about everything, and I don't even know. So, the two things that we're going to focus on, really, are 2017, which was, like, the year of being out of society, being locked up, and all the shit that went down that year, and 2020, which was my jump, and I did ECT, and I had that accidental overdose. So, those are the two years that we're going to be focusing on now, um, now in therapy. Yeah, which also just means, you know, when you deal with, like, trauma therapy, it's just so much harder. Life is just so much more intense. I feel like I've just been in this weird place recently, so. Yeah, I, like, I just want life to be easy again. Again, as if it was ever easy. (laughs) I want life to be simple. I want stable. I'm done with the drama. I just feel like there's just so much shit that always goes on in my life. But I've also realized... I'm the the reason that there's so much fucking drama happening. Like, when, like, shit happens, like, I'll do some crazy shit. Like, when I drove up to LA one night at 9pm to meet someone that I had never met before in my entire life and spent the night with him, you know, obviously my parents were freaking the fuck out. And my dad texted me halfway and he's like, it's not too late to come back. Like, you know, you don't want to get hurt. And I'm like, I'm not going to be hurt. Like, my intuition was fine. Whenever I do, like, shit like that, right? Like, I texted my friend about it. I was like, I'm going right now. And I'm like, do it for the plot do it for the plot like that's really just my mindset i used to be like yolo you only live once now it's do it for the plot because my life really is just a fucking movie like this is some shit show of a movie horror movie thriller movie drama movie comedy movie like i don't even know what my movie theme would be of my life all i know is that it's a fucking movie we're living in a simulation okay so do it for the plot and keep it moving 
I think I just really like to be extra. Like, I think that's really what it comes down to, to be honest. Someone messaged me on 4th of July, the audacity, honestly, to message me on 4th of July and tell me, happy 4th. What is happy about this day? Who the fuck was even celebrating 4th of July in the first place? Like, I unfollowed this person. (laughs) Because, okay, so they messaged me on Easter, said happy Easter, which is like, you know, it's nice, like, I, I, I totally see their intention, but not everyone celebrates Easter, okay? Not everyone celebrates the 4th of July. It's like the same when people in around December time just walk around to every fucking person they see. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. When that ha- when someone comes up to me and says Merry Christmas, I celebrate Christmas, 100%. I celebrate Christmas. I say I'm Jewish because people need to stop assuming shit, right? So when she said, um, happy 4th, I was already in a bad mood. So I just said, I said, thank you. I don't celebrate this holiday. I hope you enjoy your day plain and simple like I don't know this that had nothing to do with this podcast but all I gotta say is that that was kind of extra you know what I mean like I didn't need to say that but at this point I'm done I've really tried to be nice I really have like there's some people who say shit and I'm trying to be nice I'm trying to be nice I'm trying to grow I'm trying to not be toxic people will just be pushing my buttons left and right and it's honestly I feel like it's being nice just really isn't working anymore I really do. I really feel like being nice just is not doing it anymore for me because people just aren't grasping it. I nicely told someone, don't message me again. Don't message me like my ex has been messaging me every week since we, since I broke up with him. And I was like, stop messaging me because he's messaging me every week asking to get back together as if I was just going to forget what happened. Like, that you just literally sat at the table and my parents were paying for this really nice dinner. My brother's girlfriend was there. My brother was there, honestly. My brother's never here. My brother's girlfriend is definitely never here. And it was a family dinner and I introduced you to my fucking family and it was a dinner and you're sitting there lying to me while my dad is sitting on the right of me and you're sitting on the left of me and you're lying to my face. And then you're sitting here eating this nice ass steak that my parents are buying for you. Lying to my face. And then you want to come back into my life after that. As if my parents would ever even fully, like, respect you when you just completely disrespected the fuck out of them. So, no. But it just goes on and on. And every time I'm like, I understand how hard it is because I've gone through a breakup. So I get it. I I get how hard it is. And you know what's the even most annoying thing? Is that every time I'm, like, heartbroken over this, this one fucking the L.A. guy. Every time I'm heartbroken over something that has happened with him, somehow, some way, my ex decides to text me, decides to follow me from some random account that he now has. I was just telling my friend yesterday, it literally has lined up like I think three or four times where I will be like the first time I was writing this poem about this guy to release my feelings and I'm crying about it because I'm like, I have to let this go. I have to let him go. I just can't. And next thing you know, I'm getting a text from my ex telling me that they want to get back together. They'll do anything for us to get back together. And I'm like, I'm already crying about this man. Now I have to sit over here and pick up your fucking feelings. So I was like, I understand life is hard. We meet people. We have connections with. We don't understand why they walk away, but they do. You know what I mean? Basically using my... Because I'm crying. I'm crying as he's texting me this about this other man. And so I'm just literally... I was about to go off too. I was going to be so mean and go off. And then I was like, no. Just use how you're feeling right now towards this reaction. So that's why I told him, I was like, it doesn't make sense why people walk out of our lives, but they do. I was crying the night before about the guy again. And 
the next day again I get a DM because at that after that that first incident I blocked him on text I get a DM um from him saying he wants to get back together again we'll do anything to get back together and I'm like please stop messaging me please and he's like well you're gonna have to block me then because I can't stop and so I get pissed again because I'm just like this is not my fucking job to you know what I mean use your own self-control use your own self-control why am I blocking you so to make it easier for you you are older than me figure it out mature stop acting like a fucking teenager because like that's honestly how it felt when I was like dating that person is like it just felt like a teenager because one their parents were so fucking strict for what like they couldn't do anything like it was like the parents were always like basically following us whenever we were going places because they were tracking his location it was like I was dating my teenage boyfriend again stop acting like a teenager and use some self-control right so he unfollows me on everything so he followed me again and of course later that day I'm crying about this man again so I'm just like why is it always aligning like that definitely means something like there's something that that means I don't know what it is yet because I cannot figure it out but the fact that it's lined up three times where I'm crying about this other man and then this person comes and tries to get back together with the audacity of thinking that I'm just gonna forget about everything that they've been through plus all the other issues that have accumulated like that are not just what they did other things like I've just mentioned anyway that's the end of this podcast whatever the fuck this was I will see you in the next podcast and in the meantime stay cool be you peace